On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Portland Trailblazers. And what's the plan? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. Best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below on YouTube. Listen on any podcast platform. That always helps us for sure. Let us know in the comment section, what's one thing you want Jason Kidd to change? I'm sure there will be many. I'm sure there are a lot. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot. There's a lot of things that they could change, but... We'll get into this game. We'll get into how the Portland Trailblazers just stomped. Just stomped the Mavs. It, and you got to start with, if you're going to start with this game, you're going to say, all right, well, let's let's line these two teams up. The Mavs are really hurt. <laughs> really hurt. Christian Wood missed this game. And Josh Green's still out. Dorian's still out. Maxie's still out. That's four major rotation players. Arguably four starters at certain points throughout the season. Maxi playing starters minutes, even though he probably has the least amount of ex- like starts on the team. Josh Green was as was about was playing starters minutes towards the end of his run there before he got hurt, and so you're like, all right, we're already down four rotation players. That stinks. But and then the, on the other on the Blazers side, they're not really missing anybody. They're pretty much healthy. They got Lillard. They had Simons. They had Jeremy Grant, Nurkic. You know they had they had Gary Payton back. He he played a pretty big. Um, a pretty big role in this game, even though he only played 15 minutes. And so you're like, all right, well, they're already outmatched. They're already outmatched. And you go into this game, and (laughs) the result was not how outmatched they were, right? Like, it did not match how outmatched the Mavericks were. And so you start asking questions, and you're like, what was the plan? What was the plan going into this game? Because the Mavericks took 46 threes, and the calculus for the Mavericks, especially when a bunch of defensive guys are out. The calculus for them is we got to take so many more threes than the other team that it equals out the amount of easy buckets we're probably going to give up. <laughs> and we just got to win with the math. The Mavs make 22 out of 46 threes. That's 48% if you're keeping track at home. That's a lot. That's really high. That's a lot of threes made. That's a lot of uh that's a lot of shots going up. That's a lot of threes made. And they still lose this game by like almost 20. 20 if you don't count garbage time. Like gar- there's like seven minutes of garbage time in this game. Cleaning the glass is going to have to like take out the whole fourth quarter <laughs> basically at this point. And so you start looking at this and you're like, all right, well, if they did, and then the, then the, you look at the other side, the Blazers took 41 threes. Not going to work. Not going to work even with some of the, like the players healthy. The Mavs have to take a ton more threes and make a ton more threes. The Blazers were, were pretty hot at certain points in this game. They were 17 of 41 from three. You have to win at other things. If the Mavericks roster is the way that it is, they're always going to lose rebounding battle. We know this. We've talked about this a lot. And the rebounds, it played a factor in this. Mavs only got 25 rebounds, season low for them. That's bad. Blazers got 47 rebounds. But... They lost this game in other ways. You can't just point to, well, the Mavericks missed eight eight free throws and they got out-rebounded by 22. Okay, if you're missing a lot of jumpers, 
then the other team's going to get more defensive rebounds. <laughs> Blazers got 10 offensive rebounds. They only scored 10 second chance points. That's okay. Like, that's that's not bad. You didn't get killed on the offensive glass. Mavs only got two offensive rebounds. Wish you would have gotten more opportunities there. But you don't have any players on the roster besides the shell of what JaVale McGee was supposed to be that were supposed to get these offensive rebounds. So I don't think they lost the game there. That's going to be pointed to a lot, that, that margin. Where the Mavericks did lose is the Blazers took 34 shots at the rim. When another team is shooting 34 shots at the rim, you don't get more rebounds than them, right? Like, when 34 of their 88 shots, like, like, inching towards half, that's like, what, a third or 40%? 40% of your shots come at the rim? The other team, you're not getting a ton of rebounds. So, if you come at me and be like, rebounding, oh, rebounding is such a big problem. It's not it, all right? It's one of the problems, sure. If they were a better rebounding team, could they have won this game? Maybe. But you can't allow that many shots at the rim. The Mavs took 17 shots at the rim. Blazers took 34. Their defense was terrible in this game. And I don't know what the game plan was. I don't know what the Mavs were trying to do defensively in this game. The Mavs had 121 points per 100 possession offensive rating. 121. That's excellent. That's like a really great... That'd be... If that was their season average, it'd be the best in the NBA. They're like, they were scoring really efficiently tonight. 66% effective field goal percentage. That's 95th percentile. That's super high. They, they, they scored offense really efficiently despite Luka having a tough game. 7 of 19 from the field, 15 points. Got doubled on literally every play that he had the ball. They scored well. They scored efficiently. You look at the final score and you're like, oh, well, 120 points, 119 points. Their defense was so bad. So, so bad. Then You'll never, 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 never win a game when your defense is that bad. Blazers had 140 offensive rating. Took 34 shots at the rim. Made 24 of them. They, they also missed 10 shots at the rim. They could have they could have won this game by a lot more. <laughs> if they would have just hit... They, they hit 70% of their shots at the rim. Uh, <laughs> could have won by a ton more. Which is just wild. Their defense was so bad, and I just don't know. When going into a game like this, when you know as a coaching staff, you know that Wood's going to be out. Okay. You know that Green's been out, Maxie's been out, Josh's been out. They've been out for weeks. Weeks. You're like three of your, your three best defensive players have been out. We're not changing the defensive game plan. Where, where, is the, where are the changes coming from? Where, where have the changes come from? They tried a, a zone at the beginning of the fourth quarter. <laughs> at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they tried to zone. The Blazers were already like, they had already made like 15 threes and were shooting 40% from three and were like knocking down shots. And then they went to a zone. It's like, okay, that's when we tried something different. I just don't know where the changes are coming from. All that's all those stats that I just mentioned, 50 points in the paint for the Blazers, 34 shots at the rim. Out-rebounded the Mavs by 22. JaVale McGee can only get eight minutes. <laughs> I'm not about to advocate for more JaVale McGee minutes. I'm not. Because he's been bad. He was bad in this game. But I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you just have to grin and bear it. Because that's the only personnel player that can get some rebounds. It did not help his case that the first minute he gets out there, he grabs a rebound, he's holding it over his head, and immediately when he comes down with it, it gets knocked out of bounds, and it's out of bounds on him. Like, the first rebound he secures, he loses it out of bounds for a turnover. But, like, there is no there is no changes. They're like, all right, we're just going to keep running 
with the same. It's been weeks since those guys have been out. Where have the defensive changes come from? I, I just don't know, and I just don't understand what this coaching staff is doing with the, the players that are available to them right now. On the on the other side, so Luca was was doubled every single play. It was a tough game for him. You come out, especially after that Lakers game the other night where he played 52 minutes, and you just expect him to be be flat. He missed five of his six free throws. Like That's a telltale sign for Luca that he's fatigued, <laughs> of course. Not getting a lot of stuff at the rim for Luca. He eventually tried to like push through at the beginning of that fourth quarter, but Luca was was settling for a bunch of shots. He eventually eventually got there and took some shots at the rim, but he was settling for a bunch. And the Mavericks settled for a, for a ton of shots. Blazers took thirty four shots at the rim. I just can't get over. I just can't get over how bad that is. <laughs> that many shots at the rim. Coming up, let's talk about another mistake I think the Mavericks made in this game. And uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., what is his injury? What does it mean going forward? We'll talk about that uh, coming up. All right, Isaac, let's keep talking about this Dallas Mavericks game against the Blazers. They lose by a ton. Seven minutes of garbage time, basically. And I don't know where the changes are. I don't know what what the game plan was supposed to be defending this team. You go in without a ton of you know, defenders on your team. They've been out for a while. You're going against a team that takes a ton of jumpers and you allow 34 shots at the rim. Just doesn't work. Another big mistake I thought the Mavericks made in this game. Jaden Hardy only played 10 minutes. In a game where you're missing four rotation players, you've talked about wanting to develop Hardy. You've talked about finding him more minutes and you play him 10 minutes. Seven of those are in garbage time. Like, you only played him three minutes of like actual basketball in this game. And they pulled it. They had a real kid had a really short leash for him. He gets him in there in the middle of the second quarter and he pulls him after three minutes short leash. If you're looking at this team and you're thinking, if you're thinking long-term at all, you're trying to develop Hardy for an, the end of the year, something an end of the year, like something that he can be for this team. This is a, a very easy game. You could have just played him 30 minutes, Swallowed the pill that was given to you and just say, all right, we, we've got to get this guy some time. We've got to get this guy some time to develop him into, into something. I don't think that this team currently is not thinking long-term about anything, which is why we've seen all these minutes. And so, so Hardy not playing is a symptom of this team not thinking long-term about any of this, about the season at all, I don't think. Luca playing 35 minutes in a game that the Blazers pretty much had in hand for the whole second half. 35 minutes in this game that you just could tell it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen in this game. He should not have gone back out there for the fourth quarter. I don't think. Maybe you go on a run at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I mean, they were only down, well, they are only down like 15. That's five shots in the NBA. <laughs> you really like, uh, that's really not, you know, that, that's really not a big lead in the NBA anymore, 15. But you could just tell by the way they were playing, the way that they were playing defense, just wasn't going to happen for this team. Luca goes back out there, the whole all the starters go out there, and so Hardy not playing, I think, is a symptom of something we've been seeing: is the starters have been playing a ton, the main rotation guys have been playing a ton, nobody else is getting any run, nobody else is getting any development, and some of it is you don't want some of these other guys to get run, you don't want some of these other guys to try and have to play in really tight games when you're playing close and all that. The other night against the Lakers, all these guys playing 40, 50 minutes. And is that leading to some of these injuries? I kind of think so. 
I saw SJ tweet about that after the game, and I thought about that for a second. I go, you know what? I think she has a point. I think all these guys playing all these minutes is what's leading to some of these injuries. Tim Hardaway Jr. goes out with an injury. He limped to the locker room right before Kid pulled the starters at about seven minutes left in the uh, the fourth quarter. He's been playing all these minutes, trying to defend, trying to trying to get you know trying to play like run around screens on offense and stuff. I think it's leading to some of these injuries that the Mavs are thinking about right now. They're thinking about right now. It's almost as it. It's almost like, oof. I don't think this is the case. I don't think what I'm about to say is the case at all for this team. From what we know about Cuban, from what we know about Kid, from what we know about this this organization, it's almost as if Kid is coaching for his job right now. <laughs> right? Like it's the way that the way that they're playing some of these guys. Hardaway plays 48 minutes. He's been, he's been playing how um, the last like since December 17th. Hardaway's averaging 37 and a half minutes a game. <laughs> it's like it's like he's Tom Thibodeau out there playing these guys. It's almost like kid is playing for right now so that the Mavs don't fall in the standings so that it looks bad. And all of a sudden we get to a certain point in the season and I go, hey, you know what? This team's just not playing well. And Luca's upset. And Luca doesn't like losing. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, that's what it feels like. But then you look down the up and down the roster, and you're like, okay, well, if you don't want to play those guys minutes, then who else? And so that's why I think it, this it, that's not the case. Kid's not coaching for his job. They're not going to fire him midseason. Not after last season. They're not. And so, But then you look down the roster, you're like, all right, who would he play anyway? And you're like, okay, well, okay. He's kind of got a he's kind of got a point with the minutes he's playing. It's it's the card that he's been dealt. Oh boy, this game this game was one of those that takes that takes some uh, some wind out of you. The one good thing about this game, the one good thing is our boy. Oh, finally! I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. Reggie Bullock, eight of ten from three, twenty four points, almost leads the Mavericks in scoring. If Spencer Dinwiddie hadn't hadn't hit another shot right before he goes out in the fourth quarter. Eight of ten from three. Is this the game? I should have maybe led with that <laughs> to start the game. Is this the game that Reggie Bullock breaks out and finally comes back? We finally saw a, like a big shooting Reggie Jackson game, he, or Reggie Bullock game, and he was confident in this game. You love to see it. You love to see a confident Reggie Bullock. Take it, he needed a game like this. So for all the bad that happened, he's been shooting 35% since December started. That's going to go up after this game. Actually, I could look that up if I wanted to. You want they need desperately need a confident Reggie Bullock for this offense. Desperately. <laughs> Just really badly need it. Maybe this is a game he got it. And Harp had a good point during the broadcast. It, it all the all Reggie Bullock shots came within the offense. They were doubling Luca a lot. So when Reggie hit a couple of threes, Kid decided to have Bullock come up and screen him. Or Luca decided, or whoever decided. They had Bullock come up and screen him. And then all of a sudden it was it was Luca and Bullock running the two-man game. The other night it was it was Luca and Tim Hardaway running that that two-man game. That was smart. That was a good decision to run that between the two of them. They were doubling Luka so much, pick the hot hand to come and run up and set the screen. That was a great offensive move. Mavs didn't struggle on offense in this game. I'm not I'm not really concerned about the offense necessarily at times. Late late in games, I'm, I've been concerned about the offense, but they, they played a good offensive game, I thought. Reggie Bullock since the start. <laughs> oh, man. Since the start of December, counting this game, he's up to 39% from three. 
That's crazy. Wait, if I take if I take out today, what's today? The 14th. If I take the 13th, Reggie Bullock, Reggie Bullock just raised his three-point percentage from, from December on after this one day from he took it from uh 35% to 39%. <laughs> his December till now three-point percentage. So hey, Reggie's back. 39% from three from December till now. They need that. The Mavs desperately need that. They're about to get, they're hopefully about to get Josh Green, Dorian back. Doesn't seem like they're going to play. If they didn't play today or even try or like, you know, they, they were out early in the day. Mavs PR tweeted out that those those four, three guys are going to be out plus Christian Wood pretty early in the day. And so I, I don't think they're going to play in this next game against the Blazers. We'll see. I, I, I could be surprised, but we'll see with that. But Reggie Bullock breaking out is a really, really good thing for the Mavericks. They need him to get some confidence, to build some confidence. It's what I wish they would have done with Jaden Hardy. Help build some of his confidence. But you build confidence with with Reggie Bullock, it opens up so much more stuff. Then all of a sudden, you can run different things. You can run Tim Hardaway Jr. screens with Luka when he gets doubled. Reggie Bullock screens with Luka when he gets doubled. Another good thing I thought in this game was Dinwiddie. 33 points, scores 20, or 33 minutes, scores 25 points. He has four assists in the game, goes to the free throw line five times, hits four threes. He just, I know it wasn't the offense. I've already said it wasn't the offense that was a problem, but Dinwiddie in a game like this, you can't t- just take 12 shots. It's got to be more than that. Got to take more than 12 shots. Just still want more aggressive Dinwiddie. With with Christian Wood out, with Luka being doubled every single play, you've got to take more than 12 shots. It's got to be got to be more than that, at least I think. Hardaway was 4 of 10. He struggled shooting the ball. He's got to take more than that. <sighs> Let me know in the comment section what things you want the Mavs to change. A um, couple things I, I want them to change. Run some. Uh, they should have run zone. Run zone earlier. Run, run something different. Dame's going off. Run a box and one. Maybe they don't have any of these. They probably don't have any of these types of things built into the defense. They don't have any. They probably don't have... All the different, like you see Nick Nurse run all those. Remember that game last year where Nick Nurse and the Raptors ran like five different defenses against Luka? Everybody was, all the basketball nerds were calculating like how many different defenses they threw at Luka. The Mavs don't have all that stuff built into their their system. And I don't think you want Tim and Dinwiddie and Dwight Powell even tr- like trying to run that stuff. Or some of these young, or definitely not some of these young guys, Hardy and McKinley Wright and AJ Lawson and Pinson was getting minutes. And this, like, you don't want those guys trying to run a defense like that. But I don't know if they've installed that. That's something we haven't seen this season. If we haven't seen it yet at this point, then I don't think it's been installed, right? I I think that's that's why I'm I'm assuming that. I don't have intel on that, but it seems like that's been the case. <sighs> what are we gonna do? With, what are we gonna do with this team? They desperately need to bounce back, but it's the second night of a back to back after guys just played minutes. Tim Hardaway is may miss this game. Who knows how bad the Christian Wood injury is? Like if they're missing Hardaway too tomorrow against the Blazers, then <laughs> would would you sit Luca? Let me know in the comment section. Would you sit Luca? If Hardaway's gonna be out, would you just sit Luca and just be like, all right, Jaden Hardy, go go run 35 minutes. Go try and play. Like just go and try and, and get some confidence. Go and and learn on the job. Whew. Man. Comment below, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you guys get podcasts. We appreciate you. If you've made it this far, I love you personally, deeply, dearly. 
we, we you guys make what we do uh, happen. Isaac has been out with, uh, he's he's visiting family, and so he's out for this game. He'll probably be out tomorrow, too, doing family stuff. But, guys, we appreciate you. Thank you for making it to the end. You're a true Raccoon Squad member. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.